This is Wednesday, July 20th. It was in 1995 that editor of Elle magazine, a Frenchman named Jean-Dominique Bobby, had a massive stroke. He was only 43 years old at the time and a father of two young children. He did not wake up for 10 days. He was unable to move his arms or legs. In fact, he had the ability, he had the ability to move only one part of his body his left eyelid. So here was this young, acclaimed writer and editor completely unable to communicate. No speech, no head nods, no hand gestures, nothing. But amazingly, his brain had still had the ability to process information and think. It was left completely intact. Now this condition is called the locked-in syndrome. His mental faculties were all working, but his body was completely paralyzed. All his motor skill was gone. He couldn't even mumble. Now, I thought about Bobby and his experience when I read this section of David's Psalm of Confession, Psalm 38, verse 13 to 15. I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the mute who cannot speak. I have become like one who does not hear whose mouth can offer no reply. Lord, I wait for you. You will answer, Lord, my God. Of course, David didn't have a massive stroke. Instead, this paralysis came from his sin. It wasn't physical, but it was emotional. It was spiritual and psychological. This was the kind of sin that shuts down a man's life. There's nothing he can do. There's nothing he can say. He says he cannot even hear. Now, perhaps we think of the dark shadows of depression when we descend into it. Life gets smaller. We shun the light and steer clear of everyone. This sounds like the deep suffering of sin that we've been learning about on our journey. Why does David feel this way? Well, he tells us he is waiting on the answer, on an answer from God. And of course, this makes us wonder, Will God keep himself at a distance when we come to him? Will he remain silent at a time like this? No, I don't believe that he will. Actually, scripture tells us that the Lord will never turn away from a repentant person. God will always receive us when we come to him in confession. So why the silence? Well, I think it is because of David and not because of God. I don't think David is ready for forgiveness. And that may be the trap we find ourselves in. We know that we have sin that must be dealt with in our lives. And indeed, we could harbor that sin for years, even decades, rather than bringing it before the Lord. We can live in a sort of spiritual paralysis where we are locked down, just as Bobby was locked in physically. We can remain in bondage when freedom is right there at hand. Perhaps we don't even see these effects of sin in our lives. We can't see how sin is holding us back. It blocks us in and robs us of freedom. Here is how another of the Psalms describes God's forgiveness. When hard-pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. That's Psalm 118, verse 5. Isn't that beautiful? It's as if the psalmist says, I was able to breathe again. 
God led me to a wide open place in which I could live my life. He, he opened the door to forgiveness and the world was before me. I was free. Now here's what happened to Bobby. After many days of silence, it was discovered that he could blink and that his mind was as sharp as a tack. One of his caregivers realized he could communicate. He could respond to questions by blinking to say yes or no. And soon his helpers realized he wanted desperately to communicate. He had something to say. But how could he? Well, his helper would pass through the alphabet and Bobby would blink when she reached the letter he selected. In this way, Bobby managed not only to answer simple yes-no questions, but he actually managed to dictate an entire book. The book has the title, The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. You see, even when our lives are shut down, we're desperate to find that spacious place. We're desperate to get out of the trap. I'm amazed that Bobby could do what he did. But it what makes me wonder what we might be able to do when the chains of sin have been removed in our lives and we can roam free. Galatians 5.1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. And do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. It's so rich and free. We know that it comes at the cost of the life of Jesus. And we know that because he lives, we will live also. We want to learn how to come to you each day and how to draw from the rich resources from the fountain of your grace found in the cross of Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen.